that's a growler. Welcome back to the Never Ending Minute, where we analyze, scrutinize, and vaccinize the movie The Never Ending Story. I'm Thomas Howith. There, there is a word for that, but whatever. I'm Tierney Steele. Hey, I looked it up. That is an actual word. Vaccinize is a word? Yes. Okay. Yes, I looked it up to check. Learned something new today. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> yes. I'm Rick from I'm the Mad Max <laughs> And I'm Julia. Hi, Rick. Welcome Aww. back, guys. <laughs> Wanted to jump in here before we got a, too far <laughs> yeah. off on a tangent. Tierney and I are about to start oh. battling here. You might want to watch out. No, no, I I respect the the research that went into that dad joke. So that's and we've fine. also we've also learned that I really don't care if they're actual words or not. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm so proud. <laughs> uh, yeah, let let me do the little sum up, and then we can get into this. Uh, Great minute. It is minute 57, which starts with Enki Wick cheering, he made it, he made it. <laughs> and it ends with Enki Wick warning Falcor how most men react to confronting their true selves in the mirror gate. And can I just say how sad I am that Enki Wick's last quote is split over two minutes because it's one of my favorites. Like, I just love the rhythm of it. Yes, there's a nice rhythm to it, but... When we get to tomorrow's minute, it's a pretty awesome entrance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, but we start, we start on Enkiwook. Uh, he is cheering next to his basket. Um, all the smoke is to hide the set, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, this is a lot of smoke and dust for this situation. Yeah, I don't get that though, because the set is magnificent. It's, I mean, you can kind of see the gears turning in the background still. I don't think the whole machine is back there. I think that might be it. <laughs> Maybe, but... And, like, a strut or two. <laughs> My favorite part is is two seconds later, though. <laughs> <laughs> we get to see her jabbing this needle so deep into Falcor. Oh, my God. It's, like, the size of a scud for her. I mean, like, that is a bazooka in her hands. That needle is so big for her. Which, I mean, it's sized correctly for Falcor, I'm guessing. I don't know. But I do not blame him for screaming because she puts it in and then she shakes the needle when it's in him. That is not how you give a I shot. I am so concerned that someone of her size has a needle of that size just lying <laughs> I around. I was thinking that. Like... Why do you have a do you have bigger needles for bigger creatures exactly. too? Does she yeah, have a cabinet of nightmares where it's just so many different <laughs> size needles? Oh my god! Did anyone else see the TV show Grim, where they have a little like cabinet of medieval weapons? That's what I'm picturing her <laughs> opening. And and now I want to know if it goes the other direction too. Does she have really tiny ones, ones for like teeny weeny? Oh, and like like with the with the magnifying glass over it so she can see so and then like kind of like tweezers to yeah, to push the, it together. The, the little racing snail needs a yeah. needs a vitamin shot. For someone who's so obsessed with concoctions and po potions and poultices, the fact that she has injectable vitamins just it worries <laughs> me. That's not something <laughs> that you would hear from someone who's like very naturalist healer. They're like, here, I've mixed everything up in a cup. And here, stranger that I've never spoken to before, drink this weird concoction out of this cup. And, you know, 
some people go for that. People like Atreyu who are just so trusting that they will just drink whatever's given to them. I don't think Atreyu would be so trusting if she came at him with a giant needle. Yeah. yeah. Why does well, why does Falcor get the needle while he gets a cup? So I had a question of what was in this needle because what she says is you could do with a dose of juicy vitamins okay. too. Juicy and vitamins. That these aren't the vitamins. Juicy and vitamins should never be a pair of words that go together. She, you can get vitamin C from an orange. Yeah, it's just... That's juicy. Mm, no, no, I'm uncomfortable. So you're telling me gushers don't have, have vitamins in them? <laughs> I'm sure they're fortified with vitamins. Everything is for kids. Because those are my favorite. <laughs> I think juicy, I think gushers. That's just how it is. Well, they make gummy vitamins, like multivitamins. Yeah. Yeah. So theoretically, they could make gushers that are vitamins mm. that are vitamin infused. Really no, thank you. Just have to take a minute to miss uh, Flintstones vitamins because now that I have to take the, they don't make prenatal Flintstone vitamins. Flintstone kids, ten million strong and uh, growing. I like the gummies so much. Actually, well, that's um, too bad. There were um, the like before you got pregnant ones. Yeah, those gummies were okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the actual pregnancy ones, I, those pills are awful. I'm sorry. That's probably oversharing and relevant <laughs> to a very, very small percentage of people listening to this podcast. But they're huge and not good. Um, <laughs> like but they're spells. not in a giant syringe, so I will take it right. happily <laughs> and keep my mouth shut and stop whining. Okay. <laughs> I think a better visual than... Urkel up there with a giant needle would be her coming out with this giant capsule pill that she's like stuffed with stuff, and then she like wraps it in like a ham, and like tosses the ham to Falcor. I've I've got to I'm gonna one up you here, Rick. Comes out with a huge capsule. He goes to open his mouth, and she's like, "Nah." Yeah, that's where I that's where I thought this was going. That's where I thought this was going. Um, I'm uh, I'm also very concerned that it appears that she's shooting it like straight into his spine. Oh <laughs> yeah, that too. Oh yeah, yeah. He, I mean, that's he's problematic. He's not like fatty, so there's no mm-hmm. like nice squishy place that she can shove it into. But there's places that are more muscular. That yeah, I'm trying to remember. Do a lot of animals? Is the shots like kind of? They're not shoulders on a dog and cat, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. kind of. It's somewhere around there where, like, their limbs go with their bodies. Yeah, and it depends on what you're shooting in and to what kind of environment it wants to go into. Okay. And there are things that you should shoot into your spine, but... Okay, there aren't things that you should shoot into your (laughs) own spine. There are things that a medical (laughs) professional should shoot into a... Patients, a willing and understanding patient's spine. Yeah. She does say that she is a doctor in a previous minute. I mean, we haven't seen the degree hanging on her wall, but she does say she's a doctor. And for all we know, while Atreya was having this whole adventure, Falcor was signing all his consent forms (laughs) and giving her his insurance card and all that stuff. Forking over the money for his copay. His eczema is so yeah. bad that she's got to give him an epidural. Oh, those aren't those aren't scales. That's eczema. <laughs> yes, this yeah, is. I'm sorry. Let me bring you guys up to speed. Oh, yes, yeah. we discovered these are eczema. I'm pretty sure that is more disturbing like than the that. giant needle. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
So, God. Tierney, do you think she just stuck somebody in the head? One of the puppeteers that's trying to make him breathe? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine, like, all of them in, making him breathe? And then, like, they see him, like, no, 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 like, trying to dodge it. Like, the, can they just see the shadow and, like, are dodging out of the way? Yeah, because we discovered it probably took at least three people to make this body breathe correctly. Yeah, so just to like breathe. Three people inside right there. Just well, what if it's not that she shakes the needle? What if it's that she stuck it through and someone as a joke grabbed the other end and shook it and the actress just went with it? Yeah. No, no, they didn't grab the other end. That's them actually shaking on the other end. Yeah. Oh. like stuck into them and they're trying to wriggle out of it. Maybe. They're trying not to scream. Maybe it's Gatorade in the syringe and she is delivering them refreshments. There you go. They're in there with it's their cops. In there. <laughs> what if they actually screamed and they made it seem like Falcor screamed just to cover it up? Yeah, that's just that's just fully work later to cover up the screams. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys look at second five, there's this great shot of Falcor with his mouth open and his tail sticking up straight in the air. Yep. yep. That's the get in a shot look. I also do love her little ladder that's yeah. against his belly. Yeah. That is great. That didn't move at all when he got hit with the shot. Well, but that part isn't moving as much. So yeah. if, if it was like, well, you know, she dug that in. She wanted to make sure it wasn't going anywhere. Oh, goodness. I don't think that that can't be a very safe option, though. If she's going to stick somebody with a needle that big, maybe sitting on top of them isn't a good idea, especially if they can fly. But she's so little, that's where she has to go to reach the spot. I could just see him, like, jumping up, taking off into the air, and her going rolling backwards. Now, does this apply to our theory that this is not Falcor's first trip here? I was like, wondering is this like about when you that. Go for your, you, when you go for your flu shot, you know it's going to suck, but you've put up with it. And, you know, like, you still sit there and take it. So is Anglywook and Urgle's cave, like, the Fantasia equivalent of, like, a CVS or a Walgreens? Uh, go and get your vitamins and your flu shot? Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> it, Although those don't usually have people that are known in scientific circles for their scientific specialities. <laughs> the insistence that Fantasia has a scientific circle is so yeah. outrageous. Well, also, I live in a pretty big city, so I'm sure if you visited enough CVSs or Walgreens, you would find someone who claimed to be a scholar uh, studying something very Enkiwook-like because... <laughs> Statistically, there's got to be someone making that claim yeah. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> um, I do love so Angie what comes up to them and he immediately says, "I always said he would make it." Sure. And, and I channel my Valerie, liar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, what about the way she scolds Anguik for falling out of his bucket? <laughs> it's so great. Because it happens just, all the time. I know. She is genuinely happy Atreyu made it, though. That's very sweet. <laughs> but just the whole, you fell out of your bucket again, you yeah. idiot. There's <laughs> no excuse for you to fall out of the basket. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. That's that's such a good line. Yeah. And immediately we go back to negative Anguik. Have you got, you guys haven't experienced negative Engie look yet? This guy has like he goes on an emotional roller coaster every time yeah, something he's got happens like a, with the southern or with the skate. He's got yeah. a switch that he throws, and he goes. I don't from, think he's the one throwing the switch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's definitely a switch. He's not the one throwing it. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, uh, he starts telling him, and I'm sorry, uh, I know we talked a little bit about Falcor and possible use, but is he stoned? Like, oh. wait, wait, what was in that shot? He is so mellow when he starts talking to Enki here. Now, in his defense, he's always been pretty mellow. That's true, he but... He talks super slow, <gasps> his blinks are super slow, they're clickety-clacky when they blink. But, you know, I just... Is he drowsy from the shot? Like, Well, what if the shot going into the spine was... Um, sedative? Yes. So that she could do other stuff to him. Like his yearly, now's when, when the suppository comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, bigger needles. Urgil is obsessed with odd ingredients, so I mean, he's a luck dragon. And he's oh. covered with scales. Maybe she needs to, like, you know, maybe yeah. instead of him, like magic eczema scales. Yeah, like that's his pain <laughs> that in exchange is for the so vitamins. So gross. She gave him eczema last time he was there, so right. that she could harvest oh. these scales oh, the next no! time. <laughs> I think this is going to be another one where I'm like, I am not endorsing this theory. I know I co-host this podcast, but I want to make it clear where my loyalties lie. I love the way the Ingiwook brushes off what she says. Like, get out of here, whatever. Oh my god, yeah, it's amazing. Their relationship, we talked about this last week, but it's fantastic. I love the way they they work together. Yeah, I love the way he responds when a tr- when Falcor's like, oh, Atreyu's gonna be fine. He goes, that's what everyone thinks! <laughs> <laughs> He's so frustrated! He thought that, though, too. At one point, he said he's going to be fine. Yeah, he's he- He's one of those everybody's. And even now that he's a little bit, like, Enkiwook says, like, that's what everyone thinks, and he does look more concerned, but even then, he's still, like, moving very slowly for him. And now the talk, reddish like, brown eyes make so much more sense. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. But we get most of Enkiwook's warning that most people cannot confront their true selves, and I would really love to know how seeing this movie as a three-year-old changed my entire life of knowing this. Of knowing that most people who think they are kind would see themselves as cruel, and people who think they're brave would see themselves as cowards, and we're all just faking it till we make it. I'm I'm not happy <laughs> with the idea of this gate, because I feel like it is making a, a, making a statement, kind of like what you just brought up, Tierney, that... There are no good people, just bad people lying to themselves, and there are no brave people. There are just cowards that are putting on a face, and it seems like the main point of this mirror is just to take whoever's looking at it and show them a Star Trek-esque mirror version of themselves, like a Treyu, but with a goatee. (laughs) Bender with a goatee. I mean, I don't want to besmirch the academic credibility of Engiwuk, but <laughs> his description of the mirror and what the mirror actually does, they seem to be two different things. And I don't know. I, I feel like it was good having him. I feel like he gave Atreyu some valuable insight into the gates, but I feel like all in all, He was not the best guide that Atreyu could have asked for. (laughs) 
Well, he also didn't explain anything about the second gate yeah. to Atreyu, because Atreyu took off running. So, Atreyu yeah. is going into this one blind. He does not know what to expect. He has not seen anything. He has no idea. He just knows that there is a second gate. Mm-hmm. Nothing about you know, it. You know, Atreyu might have figured out, you scared the hell out of me with the last with what you told me about this gate. Maybe it'll be better for me if I don't know anything going in this time. <laughs> You're not going to break my self-confidence this time. It bugs me because the point of the Sphinx Gate is you need to feel your self-worth and be confident that you can go through it. But then the second gate is you have to face your true self and move past that. And I'm sorry, but like these are kind of doing the same thing. I can I can still see that working, though, because, you know, they, they say that a lie that you tell often enough becomes truth even in your own mind. And... So I guess that's assuming that these people have, you know, if they're going to come up against the second gate and fail, that they've lied to themselves enough to even have self-worth, even though they've been lying to themselves. They don't even believe that. So to use a metaphor, the first gate makes sure that you're drinking your own Kool-Aid. And then when you get to the second gate, they show you that the Kool-Aid was just, you know, water the whole time. Right. Hmm. There was no sugar, and there was no spoon. I I do have to wonder if a cruel or an unkind person gets to the mirror, what do they see? And do they care? Yeah, because a kind person yeah. is shown that they're unkind, and a brave person is shown that they're cowardly. Well, what if a coward goes up to that mirror? Does the mirror show what them... What does a jerk see? <laughs> we had that same thought about the first gate. Yeah. What if somebody is so pompous... And arrogant that they have complete self confidence. <laughs> like, would they make it through? Like, a totally self absorbed, narcissistic person could have so much confidence going through that first gate. And then they would get to the, the second mirror and be confronted with their true selves. And they'd probably be so hopped up on themselves that they wouldn't even care. They'd probably just call yeah, it yep, fake news that's and exactly walk right through. exactly who I am. And I'm proud yeah. of it. Because is that a. <laughs> Sociopath? No. There, there is a specific term for someone who just does not care. Yeah, sociopaths don't understand or care about human feeling. This this discussion reminds me of Harry Potter because everything reminds me of Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) In book five, I believe, where Dudley gets attacked by the Dementors... And so there's a question out there in the world that what did Dudley see? What was his worst memory? This boy that had been spoiled and just loved beyond measure by his parents. What did he see? Well, there's a theory that he fully, he saw himself as he really is and actually realized what a horrible person he was and actually really saw himself not through his own yeah. eyes, but yeah. through reality's eyes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's completely yeah. accurate. Because if I remember right, he starts acting differently after that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he does. And that's what the mirror gate is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to say, this is who you are. Maybe yeah. you need to fix yourself. <laughs> now, one thing that the mirror gate reminds me of is anyone who had a Nintendo 64 probably played The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And if you're going through the water temple, you get to one part of the temple and you have to fight Dark Link. Link walks in and he sees like his reflection in the waterfall or something. And then Dark Link comes out and he has to like fight it. And 
when I think of this mirror, that's what I kind of cling to the idea that you have to like battle your dark self and it would be kind of crazy to have a Treyu walk up to this mirror and then have like a shadowy version of a Treyu step out and they have to like, you know, Kung Fu fight or whatever. <laughs> that would be awesome. Whatever Buffalo hunters do. <laughs> Archery matches. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they reach for their bow, but it's not there. And they're like, oh no, my training didn't prepare me for this. <laughs> Take no weapons with you into the cave. <laughs> Your weapons. You would not oh, need them. <laughs> it's all come back to that. It always does. Oh yeah, no. this is definitely his swamp cave moment. Well, it will be. <laughs> Cause, yeah, it's... Yeah, because he doesn't see himself. Oh, you know, I just realized we're getting into the next minute really yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, it's fine to talk about in an abstract. Yep. We will All get right. to see more of it the rest of this week. Yep. Save it. <laughs> yep. Yep. I do want to get into that discussion. So we'll, let's save it for tomorrow. And I hope you guys will be back. Yes. Be yes. If you weren't, please. You come, you come back, please. Sure, we'll come back. Finish the discussion. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. But that's, that's another, another story, story that, that shall be, be told another, another time. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.